Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. How are you doing? It is a very cold winter morning here. It's December, it's the end of 2022, and I'm wrapped up very warm. If you're watching me on the video version, you can see I'm, I'm covered in blankets. It's nice and toasty in here. It's actually a bit, a bit too hot, so I don't need all of that. Let's chuck that to the side. But yes, it's a very, very cold winter morning, and it's actually very beautiful because the houses and the hills and the trees are covered in a thin blanket of snow. Yes, we had some snow overnight, so we've had an unusually cold December with temperatures going down to about minus five degrees. England normally doesn't get below zero degrees, so minus five is quite cold. And it's quite beautiful outside. It's not much snow, but it's a little bit. So I could be going out sledding, having snowball fights, but instead I am here with you guys because I would rather be doing this, to be honest. And let's face it, it's also much warmer inside. <laughs> I should say, though, it's a special day. It's a super special day today because this is, first of all, episode 200. Woo! Episode 200. That is amazing. It's been approximately four years, a bit less than four years, since I started the podcast, and I never expected it to get this far. And I also never expected all you people to watch it. So I'm going to be talking today about, well, it's also a special episode because not only is it 200, it's also the last episode of the year. So that really matched up perfectly. So today I want to talk about year reflections and planning for the year ahead. I think this is a quite a nice episode to do for episode 200 because I love this topic and I hope you do as well. I think it's going to be useful for you. Even if you don't love it, I hope you can enjoy my passion for this topic. I hope that is easy to, to notice while you watch or listen. But yeah, it's going to be an exciting one today. I have also been recording a few YouTube videos recently. So recently, at the beginning of December, I made a video about phrasal verbs where I walked around in kind of autumn leaves and showed you the countryside while teaching some phrasal verbs connected to the word fall. Then on Christmas Eve, I uploaded a video where I walked around the mining ruins of Cornwall. This is a really, well, I think it's a really good video. I'm quite proud of this one. I think the scenery is beautiful. It looks amazing. You learn some history about the mining and history. You, we get to explore these old ruins from a hundred years ago. And there's also holes that go down into the earth, mining tunnels that go down hundreds of meters. It's quite scary. But I also make sure to teach lots of useful vocabulary and expressions and stuff like that. So if you like the podcast, maybe you would also like to see me 
exploring in the video version of me walking around and teaching some English. And then my first video in January next year, I've already recorded, it's a listening practice video where we're looking at an old burial tomb, which is 5,000 years old. And I tell you about it first in slow English and then in a more natural speed. So I think that could be interesting. I'm quite proud of these two videos. So hopefully you can go check it out. My YouTube channel will be linked below, but also it's just called Level Up English. Not the podcast, it's a separate channel, something I do for fun, but you might like to check it out. And anything, any other news today? Maybe that's it. I mean, as always, Level Up English members, if you want transcripts, if you want group classes, if you want a private podcast, this is the place to go. So I will tell you more about that later on. But if you're interested in joining our little membership, maybe making it part of your New Year resolution, then you can go to levelupenglish.school and click on the members button at the top of the page. And perhaps you can make it your goal for the year to learn more English. And the website is a great place to do that because we have a lot of people there encouraging you to learn and many, many courses to help you do so. But okay, let's get into the main topic today. I have a feeling this is going to be a long episode because I like this topic a lot. And if you have been following me and the podcast for a while, you might know that already. I am going to talk today about the process or my process of reflecting and planning for the year. I also encourage you to do the same. So my process is quite simple. Generally, I spend some time reflecting on, that means thinking about, what went well and what didn't go well in the last year. So we're going to be thinking back to 2022. I almost forgot the year. And thinking about the good stuff and the bad stuff. It's always nice to do that. And then I look ahead to the future, to 2023, next year. And I make some goals for the year. And these are going to be goals in different areas of life. So it could be self-development goals, work goals, language learning goals, and anything else like that. So we're going to be covering all this in today's episode. But as a disclaimer, kind of a warning, I should say this is really the first time I am thinking about it. Now, I usually wait until the last week of the year to think about these plans. That's when I like to do it, when we've got Christmas holiday and it's you have more time to think. But I am recording this episode a couple weeks in advance in preparation for the holiday. So this is the first time I'm going to consider these questions today. So it might be a bit rusty and maybe I will have better ideas in a couple weeks time. But just keep that in mind. But yeah, I do encourage you all to reflect with me as well. So join me, answer these questions for yourself. I do suggest writing them down and it see if it makes any difference in your life. And if you're a member of Level Up English, then write your reflections on the community page. I'd love to see them 
and I'm sure other people would like to read them too. So I'll be using some useful vocabulary in this episode too, so listen out for that as well. I may have said this in a previous year, but just to reiterate my views, to reiterate is to say something again. Iterate is like to say. So to reiterate my views on New Year resolutions, I think they are generally a good idea. A resolution, by the way, this is a goal. If you have a resolution, you have a goal or a plan for your life. But I know many people don't like them because they say, well, it's arbitrary, which means it's random. Why do you have to make a goal on the 1st of January? Why can't it be the 24th of July? Why can't it be a random time of year? And it definitely can be. But my view is that picking a date is better than having no date to reflect and plan and set goals. If you are the kind of person who already has goals and plans on a regular basis, then maybe you don't need a resolution for the new year. But if you are the kind of person like many of us who has no goals and you never think about it, then I think it's a nice time to think about it. And when many of us have holidays now as well, so many of us will be having some kind of celebration or time off work. I know many of us don't, but either way, that changing over of the new year is a nice mental image of a fresh start, isn't it? But anyway, let's get into it. So we're not here for hours today. So let's talk about some reflections of the year we have just had. And I'm using present perfect, by the way. We have just had. We have had the year. Because the year is still going on. So we're at the end of 2022, but we are still in 2022. So rather than saying past tense, it was fun, I can say present perfect, it has been fun. As a good tip for you. But yeah, what went well? So let's talk about the good stuff first of all. Again, it's going to be very personal to me. I hope you don't mind, but I do encourage you to think for yourself as well. And let's make it a, a group activity. I think talking about what went well is really good for practicing gratitude because it's so easy to go through life day by day, week by week, and not spend much time thinking about the past because we're so focused on the future. And when you think about the things you did, you might think, wow, that was really amazing. Or, wow, I'm so lucky to have been able to do that. And we've all got different things in our lives that we can be grateful for. If you want to hear more about that, go back to an episode I did a couple of weeks ago where we spoke about gratitude. But okay, first one for me is health and fitness. So one thing I think went very well for me this year, generally, especially towards the end of the year, was my health. So I've been much more focused on exercising. I walk every day. I make sure I get outside a lot. You know, I do sit down at my desk a lot. So I try to get outside. I exercise most days of the week. I eat very healthy these days. So I think that's that's a great great change to make in your life. And I think I'm on a good path now to do that. I also started bouldering, 
which is like indoor rock climbing. So I think anything you can do to make your exercise into a hobby is a great idea. Find something you really enjoy that keeps you active. So I've done that with bouldering this year. I go once a week, do some climbing. I went yesterday and my back muscles are still hurting. (laughs) So that's a good one for me. Language learning. I think it's been mostly positive if we talk about the trajectory. It's quite hard to pronounce, but this word trajectory just talks about the path, the projected path or something. If you throw a ball across a field, the curve it makes is the trajectory. It goes up and then it goes down. So the journey or the trajectory of my language learning has been mostly positive. At the beginning of the year, I was quite stagnant. Stagnant means I was stuck in one place and nothing was changing. I was stagnant and I felt like uh, a bit bored, honestly. I was studying every day. There was no excitement. I felt like I wasn't making any progress. And then I kind of took my own advice and I decided to make it fun and change things up. So I made a change and now I'm much more motivated uh, to study. And I think a really interesting thing is that things are much simpler now as well. In fact, I probably spend less time than I did before studying, but I think the time I do spend is more effective. So before I would spend like two hours, flashcards, reading, listening, and it was quite a lot to do first thing in the morning, but also I didn't feel like it helped as much as I wanted. Now I do much fewer flashcards So I focus less on vocabulary and I really just do a bit of listening and I have a little conversation twice a week for half an hour. Very simple. It's not like a one hour conversation, just 30 minutes twice a week. And I find that it's not as strenuous. It's not as difficult as it was before. I can just relax and do it. And it's much, much more fun. And one of the key differences I made is doing a review in the evening. Just like five minutes. So every evening for five minutes, I review what I learnt in the morning. And that little, little time invested makes a huge difference because it's such a great way to remember vocabulary because often if you learn something in the morning and then you wait two days, you will have forgotten what you learnt. If you do a little bit of a review in the evening, a few hours later, that might make the difference in helping you remember. So that's been amazing for me. You don't have to do the same, but if you are feeling stagnant in your language learning, I recommend doing something similar. Change things up. Think about what you could do to inject some more fun back into your English learning. What have I got next? I've got a little list here with just some keywords to help me remember. One other positive thing are travel experiences. I went, I mean, I I was very, very lucky to be able to go to six countries this year. That's probably my record, six new countries in one year. I went to Bosnia, that was amazing. Estonia, Albania, Georgia, USA, 
and Portugal. So I went all around the world, really, and most of them were amazing. Another big thing is I spent four months being nomadic. This word nomadic, I've mentioned in a previous episode, it's someone who travels from place to place, but they don't really have a home. So I had almost, well, not really almost half the year, but a few months where I was moving around. I didn't have a home. I didn't have any thing. (laughs) So all of my things were on my back, on my backpack. And for me, that was a really exciting feeling. And it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. And I think it helped me grow as a person, as travel often does. So that was good. I might come back to these in the bad stuff later. It wasn't all good. Another thing, I left London, which isn't necessarily a good thing because I loved London. But having that experience living in the capital city for two years was extremely fun. And now it's time for a new chapter. I'm going to talk more about this in the private episode this week. I got married this year as well. That was obviously huge, getting married. I might come back to that in the private episode too. But yep, that was very exciting for me. Regarding this, the work and Level Up English, Level Up English has grown into my main focus this year. I think at the start of the year, I really planned on expanding and putting all of my energy into Level Up English. And I'm really proud of what we have built here. I'm quite pleased with how the website is looking now. I'm much prouder to show it to people. I think it's a really nice website and the content I feel is quite strong. It's always getting better. I'm always trying to improve it, but I'm very proud of it now. Whereas at first I was just learning from my mistakes and trying to make things up as I go along. But now it's really nice to see that people do get value out of the website. And yeah, thank you again to all the members who join. You really make the community an amazing place. I finished my IELTS course. That was a big goal I had at the start of the year. I started many courses as well. I started the writing course for learners over there. I actually did much more than I planned, to be honest. So I think I think you don't need to plan everything. That's a good lesson. Plan the first steps of what you want to do, but also be open to change because your life will take you down different paths. You might, well, let, let's say if you think about someone successful in your opinion, Maybe they have written many books, they've created some website, some software or some something like that. And probably they didn't plan to do that. They had a plan for the first step. And then life kind of took them down that path. So don't get overwhelmed when you're planning for your year. Don't feel like you have to plan everything. Just plan the first couple steps. And I think the rest of the journey will happen on its own. That's what I learned this year anyway. I have successfully minimised, that means make smaller, minimised my work down to what is necessary. So I remember I actually made an episode about this in January last year. I was feeling quite burnt out, 
quite stressed and I was just doing way too much work. I had no free time and it was quite a tough, stressful time for me. So I decided, okay, before this becomes like a serious burnout problem, let's make some changes. So I chose some things in my life to cut out, to get rid of, remove. And gradually I reduced many, many things. One thing I reduced, quite sadly, were my private lessons. I'm not really doing these much anymore. And I like the private lessons, but on the other hand, now I have much more time for stuff that I feel is more important for this stage in my life. And my goal, I wrote down my goals last year. One of my goals was to have better work-life balance. And I've definitely done that. So I'm really proud of that uh, journey when now I'm still working hard, in my opinion, but I'm also trying to enjoy my life as well. And I'm trying to make time for happy stuff. And no matter how busy we are, no matter how busy you are, I think that's possible for most of us to try to have as much of a balance as we can between work and life. Just got one more thing really on this list now. One goal I had was to make the most of London because I knew it was my last few months living in London uh, in 2022 and I wanted to make the most of it. So I had the mindset of a tourist. Even though I was living there, I said, okay, this year I want to do everything. I want to go to museums. I want to see new places and go to new, all this kind of stuff. And I look back on that time with so much happiness and good memories because I did not take it for granted. If you take something for granted, that means you don't really appreciate what you had. But I didn't take it for granted. I really did appreciate it. So my advice for you, no matter where you live, even if you've been living in your town for 40 years, maybe try to change your mindset and think, some people would love to visit my town. Some people would love to see what it's like to live here. Try to change your mindset from the point of view of a tourist and really see that your town, your city, your village has a lot to offer in beauty and things to do, people to meet and try to really enjoy yourself there. Just because it's your home doesn't mean you cannot enjoy it like you're not from there. hope that makes sense but I think you can have that kind of travel exploratory mindset wherever you are in the world. The last thing I want to share with you guys is a big milestone because quite recently this podcast reached 5 million downloads. I'm very, very happy for that. 5 million is such a huge number. So thank you to all of you for listening and downloading. That is incredible. Now we can move on to a few things that could have gone better this year. And honestly, the list is quite short. And I'm not saying that my year was perfect and amazing. I think I am quite optimistic. So I tend to focus on the good stuff and I don't, I'm not good at seeing the bad stuff. So that might be partly why it's just quite hard to think about too many bad stuff, but I was really excited about all the good stuff to write down. But I think much more bad stuff did happen. I just can't remember right now. But 
one big thing, I think last year I made a goal that I wanted to interview people for my YouTube channel. And I still think that would be an amazing thing to do. But honestly, I felt like it was still too far outside of my comfort zone. There were a few occasions where I went out into London and I had the intention of interviewing people. You know, right after the Queen died this year, I said, okay, this is a good opportunity. I can go down to London and then interview some people on their opinions of the Queen. I think that will make a great video. But I went out, I got there, and I just felt so terrified of doing that. And I felt there's no way I can do this. So don't feel bad if you're like me and there's something that is just way too far outside of your comfort zone. But what I did is I focused on the positives, again, being optimistic, right? So I felt a little bit bad and disappointed and frustrated that I couldn't do my goal. I couldn't pluck up the courage, which means find the courage and bravery to talk to strangers on the street. But when I thought about it, I, I did realise that I had grown a lot in my confidence recording videos on the street. If you go to my YouTube channel, there's one video called... It's something like walking around London's wall or something like that, where I walked around the, the old Roman wall of London and I gave some idioms along the way, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think I gave some idioms and I was also talking about the history of the wall. Really good video. Again, I love that video. I'm quite proud of it. But you'll notice in the video, I was walking past lots of people talking on the camera to myself and I didn't really care because I know last year that would have been really scary for me. That would have been too far outside my comfort zone. But I can see the progress, which is this year I was comfortable enough to talk to myself like an idiot on the street with a camera. And I didn't care if people were staring at me or looking at me. It didn't matter. So... I do think this is a good lesson for anyone trying to overcome boundaries and fears, which is maybe I didn't reach my ultimate goal. I couldn't go that far, but I still made much, much more progress than I would have expected a couple of years ago. So there, it's like this expression we often say, this saying, which is, some, what is it? Aim for the, aim for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll still be among the stars. Is that right? Is that what I wanted to say? Maybe. So it's like you aim for something difficult. And even if you don't reach your goal, you will still have made progress in some way. So sometimes reaching the goal is not as important as the progress you make. So yes, I am disappointed, but I'm focusing on that progress being optimistic. Another thing, regarding my travels, my, my trips this year, some countries were amazing. Like going to the USA was a dream come true. And I met lots of great people. I went out, you know, I went to some local bars. I went out trying some American food and 
yeah, had a lot of great chats with people. I was so open there, so I really enjoyed that aspect. But there were some countries, specifically Albania was one, where I didn't have a great time. I didn't find the city that comfortable to live in, to stay in. And lots of things went wrong on that trip. And I felt very introverted and shy. So I wish I could have been more outgoing and spoken to more people. I wish I could have had a better experience there. So one thing I think kind of went wrong is not being as outgoing as I wanted to. I could have made more of an effort to meet people and stuff like that. In Georgia, it wasn't really my fault. I got COVID and I felt very sick for two weeks. And I actually came home early because I was so grumpy there. But yeah, I think it's important not to be too hard on yourself. So even if things don't go as planned, don't beat yourself up, basically. I was disappointed, but with my mindset at the time, perhaps it just was best to you know, stay in my comfort zone for a couple of weeks. But one thing that did come of that trip to Georgia is just really appreciating my home country, England. I was going a bit crazy, a bit crazy, you know, mental, stuck in bed for two weeks. It was the longest illness I've had, really. And I couldn't leave the bed for about 13 days, I suppose. And yeah, I was going a bit crazy and I was just missing England a lot which I'd never done before. I've never missed England really ever before. Most nights I would order dinner using the apps and stuff like that. I'd go down and talk to the delivery driver and say thank you and stuff in my best Georgian that I could. But I really missed just how easy everything was in England. I could go into a shop, I can get some food. There's no problems. Everything's so simple. And I remember when I first came back to England, I just walked around London, super, super tired uh, for a day. And I was tired and I felt like a zombie, but I loved that I could just go in the shop and get a meal deal, you know, get a sandwich and a drink. I could go to a restaurant, get some food. I could meet some friends. Everything was so easy and fun and it was no problems at all. So I missed that and I, I appreciate that about my country a lot more than I used to. Okay, two more things very quickly that could have gone better. This is going to be a super long episode, but I hope you're going to stick with me. One more thing is, I probably said this last year as well, watching YouTube before lunch. So I made a rule at the beginning of 2022 that I will not watch any YouTube videos in the morning because it's just too distracting for me. I would just watch YouTube and I would forget about my language studies and all this kind of stuff. And this was a big fail because I actually watched a video this morning. So I should have been studying my language, but I was watching some videos instead. And yes, I had fun, but it wasn't so productive. I feel much better when I can wait until lunchtime to watch any videos for entertainment. So I'm going to still try to keep that goal again for next year, but we'll see. But one thing that did really help me, let me get it up now. There is a extension I got for YouTube. I think there's one on Chrome. 
I got one on Safari browser, which is called Focus for YouTube. Type in Focus for YouTube. This is amazing because it blocks many things on the website. So it blocks your homepage recommendations and it blocks what else? That's, that's the main thing. It blocks other stuff too, but that's the thing that's most useful for me. So when I go to YouTube, I don't see any suggested videos. It's only my subscriptions. So that is a great idea if you want to cut out on wasted time. I love that application. And the last thing I would like to do more is to be more in the moment. I have got better at that this year, but I think life becomes really enjoyable when you can be in the moment and really enjoy the present, not worry about the past, not worry about the future. And uh, nothing has really like gone wrong with this, but I just feel like I could have done better at practicing mindfulness and being in the moment. And I'm going to keep trying next year to bring this kind of meditation practice to my daily life as well. Whenever I feel stressed, thinking about the past or the future, take a breath, focus on the present, and everything ends up being more beautiful and nicer than it seemed before. That's it though, that's my reflections and, yeah, my reflections. What went well, what didn't go well. That was super long. As I expected, this is going to be a long episode because I still have one more section to do today. So if you do stick with me to the end, thank you very much. I will end, as always, with a quote and some other stuff, your reviews. So don't miss that because I'm going to give you the final quote for this year. So yeah, don't, don't cross off the video or episode now. <laughs> well, the next section is what I can do next year. Some good words here as well. So the idea, in my opinion, is to tweak things and get a little bit better day by day or week by week. To tweak is, well, it can be a verb or a noun, and it's to make a very small change in your life. So I think the best improvement comes from small tweaks to your life and your routine and not these huge big changes. So for example, don't have a resolution that you will go to the gym every day if you never went to the gym before. Maybe just say, my resolution is to go to the gym once, or go to the gym once a month, or something like that, and then see if you can increase over time. But at the beginning, make it very small. Tweak your life in a very small way. There's no need to make these huge sweeping changes. A sweeping change is just a change that changes everything. A very big change, sweeping change. So I've got three categories here. I recommend you to do something similar. My first one is self-improvement, or you might call it personal goals. So one is a very broad, general one, which is to embrace uncertainty and change. So these days I find there's a lot of uncertainty. People are seeing it in the news, in the economy, politics. People are seeing, well, people saw it during the pandemic 
we thought life would go one way and then we were locked in our houses for weeks. We weren't able to expect what would happen. So lots of uncertainty, but I think my goal is to feel that uncertainty as excitement, right? So when things are uncertain, when you don't know what's going to happen, you could say, oh, what's going to happen? It could be really bad. Or you could say, oh, anything could happen. Wow, that's so exciting. I wonder what it's going to be. You know, this time next year, maybe I will get married. Maybe I will be in London. Maybe something's going to happen in my life that I have no idea, but it's going to be really exciting. So uncertainty does not have to be bad. Uncertainty can be very exciting. It's all about your mindset. So learning to enjoy that uncertainty is something that I want to keep practicing next year. A great example of how this went badly is if you go back and listen to my goals for 2021, was it 2020? I don't know. It was the beginning of COVID. I forget when. Probably 2020, right? Two years ago? Time has gone so fast. But my goals didn't exactly pan out. So I made an episode all about what I want to happen this year. I was very excited and I had all these plans, travel plans, and I didn't expect COVID to happen. I think probably I hadn't even heard of it because I probably recorded the episode in December 2019. Didn't even know what COVID was. So I had all these plans and goals and stuff like that. I was even considering at one point moving to Thailand. That was on my mind. And then COVID came and changed everything. My life would have been totally different. So my plans did not pan out. To pan out means to happen as you expected. So that was a good lesson in uncertainty. I think that many of us can relate to that, right? Many of you can relate. My other goal is to become better at making decisions, become a more decisive person, especially with little things like, do I want a coffee or do I want a smoothie? What drink do I want? And rather than thinking and stressing about it, I'm just going to pick a random one. Like this one, no regrets. That's my plan. I'm not a very decisive person. I want to get better at making decisions. The last one here was another broad one, but a nice, a nice one, which is learn to see the beauty in every moment. How nice does that sound? So again, this is a mindset thing something I hear in Buddhism quite a lot as well. I listen to lots of Buddhist podcasts and I could look out the window now and see, oh, it's snowing, it's icy, it's going to be so dangerous to drive, oh, it's so cold, I hate it. Or I could think, wow, it's so beautiful, everything's white, I can go sledding, I can go play in the snow, wow, I'm so lucky to have snow. Even if you're just sat at your desk staring at your computer, I think you can take a a second to breathe and appreciate the moment and enjoy. Yeah, just try to find that beauty in the moment. I think every moment is capable of some beauty. Maybe every moment. Most moments, let's say. I don't like saying every because I'm not thinking of every possible situation. (laughs) But most moments are possible for beauty, so... Let's let's try to do that together. Let's try to make every moment a bit more 
a bit nicer. A bit nicer, right? Let's do that. Okay, I'm almost done now, so don't worry, not much to go. Language goals is my next category. So maybe you want to make some English goals as well this year. Many of you will just say to me, I want to improve my English, which is good, but it's not a great goal because what does that mean? It's so broad. I think you have to make it more specific. Right, so make some specific goals about what you're going to do exactly. For me, it's actually quite simple. I want to continue with my current daily practice and get it really stuck into my life. So I'm really happy with what I've been doing recently, but I don't want to push myself. I don't want to make it too hard, so I will stop. I just want to be consistent. So my goal for the first part of the year is just consistency. It's not doing more and more and more. It's just keep doing what I'm doing, enjoying it, and keeping it sustainable. Sustainable means it can continue and survive. You know, it won't, I won't give up for some reason. And another thing I want to try is start talking to more people. I've had great experiences before where I've just heard someone talking Chinese and I just said like, oh, hello, or something in Chinese. And then it actually led to a nice conversation um, in Chinese on the street. And I want to try to do that a bit more. Maybe go to a Chinese restaurant and have the goal of not speaking English. Something like that. I'm going to try to do more of these things this year. Maybe you could do the same. Maybe there's some English restaurants, some English pub near you where you can go and practice your English. So yeah, that's my other goal. My final category is a fun one. And I know we can all make many for this one. And these are bucket list goals. Bucket list goals. So for those who don't know, bucket list is a list of things you want to do before you die. It's actually very morbid, very dark, the bucket analogy. It's about being killed. It's about dying. But let's not think about that. It's just, it's just a saying. It's just an expression that we use. So these are more like practical things. It's often about travel and simple things, nothing so deep. So I've got five goals this year that I can think of right now. One is go to China. I want to go to mainland China, do some travel in China, maybe live there for weeks or months. That's my goal for next year. Hopefully, if the restrictions allow, I will do that. My next goal is to return to Japan. I want to go back to Japan and have a have a good time there. If you're from Japan, give me your recommendations. I want to go to more off-the-beaten-path places. I've been to all the tourist spots, but now I want to go to places that are amazing where many tourists don't go. Let me know what you would recommend. Also, I've got some activities. I want to do what I want to get a paddleboard. A paddleboard is a bit like a surfboard, but you stand on it and you paddle, right? So it's very slow and relaxing. I want to do paddleboarding in the sea. That's my plan. I want to try roller skating. I've never tried it, but it looks super fun. So that's my goal as well, to get some good roller skates to try next year. And finally, related to health, 
I want to build a simple gym. I'm getting a house very soon and I want to build a gym. I want to get some weights, a pull-up bar, to get some, get some muscle on these skinny arms. That's another goal I have. So lots of travel and sport activities. I've got goals like that. I'm going to stop there. I spoke a lot about myself. I feel awkward doing that because maybe you don't care. Like, who are you, Michael? I don't care about what you have to say. But I tried my best to include some new vocabulary. And my main goal here is to get you thinking as well. So while I'm talking, maybe you're thinking with me. Maybe you're even speaking and answering as if you're talking to me. I hope you're doing that. And looking like a crazy person. And I think it's such a beneficial thing we can all do in our lives. So I hope you found that useful. So just to summarise, if you want to do this for yourself, if you want to write it down, first of all, think about your reflections for last year. What went well? What didn't go well? Then next year, think about some personal goals, think about some language goals, and then think about some bucket list goals. These five subheadings, I think, are a nice start to think about. Yeah, just just to give a conclusion now, even if you don't reach all of your goals, I think it's fascinating to see what was important to you this time last year. Because when I was reading back on my notes from last year, there were so many things that I was worried about. I was really worried about, really stressed about, that I totally forgot about now. And I think this just shows how insignificant our worries can be. Because I don't even remember what they were a few months later. You know, maybe right now you have some big stress or you have some big worry in your life. And if you write it down... It can be helpful, but then maybe in a few weeks or two months' time, you will totally have forgotten this big stress. And if you look back at your notes, you go, oh yeah, I forgot about that big problem. Wow, I fixed that one so easily. So any worry, any problem you have in your life, it will always pass. I think that's such a beneficial thing about doing these goal lists each year. Okay, I've got to stop soon because my voice is getting its getting hard to talk now. But I do have a private podcast, last one of the year, on Friday. And I'm going to be continuing this topic a bit more, talking about different chapters of life and being open to change. But as always, I'm going to get a bit more personal. So there's some things that I feel I'm not comfortable sharing with everyone with the world. But on the private podcast, there are not so many people, so I can talk a bit more openly about personal stuff. I'm going to do that this Friday. That's for Level Up English members. Let's now get to some reviews and then the final quote to end the year. So one review from Saudi Arabia from Saf7, who says, In fact, many have preceded me in doing justice to this podcast and your personality, how it is presented. 
So I really have nothing to add other than another recommendation for the right to have an interesting education here and to learn another culture. Thank you, Michael, for all of this. That is so kind of you. Thank you very much. Um, You don't have to say anything special, even if you just said five stars, thank you. That's amazing because those five stars really help the podcast get higher. But thank you so much for the kind words. I'm glad you like my weird personality and you like the, the things we talk about here. One review from Humankind who says, I was listening to your podcast on another podcast player and I also followed you on Instagram, English with Michael, and it helped me a lot with my learning journey. Lately, I changed my app to Apple Podcasts and decided to thank you for your amazing podcast here and I wish you the best in your job. And that is from United States, but they may not be American. But thank you very much. That's very kind of you. I should point out, you don't have to listen on Apple Podcasts. Even if you listen on Spotify, you can still leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So you don't have to be signed up or anything. You can just click on the button on my website. One more, last one from Ali Hamza 98 who says, thank you from Iraq. Hello, Michael. I've been listening to your podcast since the end of 2021. It's the only podcast I enjoy listening to. I always listen to you on my way to the gym and you have become a companion on my way. That's so nice to hear. I'm really happy that I'm walking to the gym with you. Uh, You better be going to the gym now, Ali Hamza 98. Otherwise, you know, don't be lazy. Come on. (laughs) But thank you very much for those reviews. That's awesome to hear. Finally, quote. I tried to pick a good one for the end of the year. This one is from Brian Tracy. And he says, It doesn't matter where you came from. All that matters is where you're going. Hope that quote sticks with you well as we transition into a new year. And yeah. Any feedback, any questions or comments, you can go to levelupenglish.school slash podcast 200. That's in the number 200. But thank you for listening. It's been a super long episode, perhaps my longest solo one ever, but I hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you next time. See you next year. Wow. Bye, everyone. Thank you for watching or listening. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.